0: That you see where each and every individual is at. And I thank you that right now, you're meeting people where they're at. And I just thank you that you're filling hearts. You're filling hearts with fresh strength for the journey. You're filling hearts with fresh hope, fresh joy, fresh peace. So I just thank you that you're filling, you're filling, you're filling. And I thank you that we might have came in here this morning feeling like we've got nothing. But we're going to walk out full with a fresh spring in our step, God, because we know that you are with us, you are on our side, and that you are strong on our behalf. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ads and Rosie. How awesome was that duet? Beautiful. Beautiful. So blessed by these guys, aren't we? So as Josh said, this morning we're going to be hearing some testimonies, and we just thought it would be a great way to finish the year. I love hearing testimonies just of what God's been doing in people's lives so we're going to do first of all uh, a few people are going to share I'll say this actually a couple of months ago you remember how Pastor Mark aka dad and network leader he spoke on the word and how the word is a rock in our life and as we build our lives upon the word how it just transforms us and you know it's just a firm foundation to stand upon and the following um, night or week at bible study our women's Bible study was on the Word and we shared some verses that have really been a rock in our life through hard times and it was just beautiful. So I've been waiting for an opportunity to get some of those women to share with you because I thought it was such gold, I wanted all of you to be able to hear it. So firstly, we're going to get some of these ladies up just to share a verse that's meant something to them whether it's in the last year or over the previous years. So we're going to get Ebony, Kath, Leanne, Rachel, have I forgotten anyone? Chris, my my mother-in-law, how rude of me. (laughs) This is my beautiful (laughs) mother-in-law. So after these ladies share their Bible verses, they're just going to share for like a minute each, I think, unless someone's prepared a 15-minute sermon. I hope you haven't. (laughs) And then we're going to hear from um, Shane, Abby and Marty, just on their testimony of what God's been doing in them. And that's going to be awesome too. So Abby, (laughs) someone check Abby's pulse. Where's Nurse Swelly when we need him? Anyway, so do you want to go first? All right, oh, these girls are beautiful, and I, thank you, ladies, for sharing.
1: Thanks, sir. Go baby, go baby. Thanks. <laughs> I, I don't like being so high. <laughs> um, so I was actually in Hawaii when the Bible study was on so Sarah asked me this morning if I wanted to share (laughs) my Bible verse and she said favourite Bible verse but I just thought like I'm going to share a Bible verse that I've like just gone back to and kind of lent on this year in just my life this year and it's from Philippians 3 12 to 4. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing but I run with passion into the abundance so that I may Reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover i don 't depend on my own strength to accomplish this, however, I do have one compelling focus: I forget all the past I, have, I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation and reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of jesus and I guess for me in this last year when I look at this verse it 's just kind of challenged me personally to um, just fully I guess grasp the fact that Jesus has an amazing plan for my life and just that just not to get and also just not to get comfortable where I'm at and just to recognise that I haven't reached that fullness yet and that I'm going to keep not living the past but pressing into the forward and just yeah and just be intentional about my growth so I guess that verse has just been a constant reminder of that. (laughs)
2: Hey guys. Um, Oh, it's really loud. I've got a loud voice. So my um, verse was Psalm 36, verse five to six, and it's from the message version. I'll just read it. It says, God's love is meteoric, his loyalty astronomic, his purpose titanic, his verdicts oceanic. Yet in his largest, nothing nothing gets lost. Not a man, not a mouse slips through the cracks. And that verse for the past couple of years, I'm sure lots of you know, I've got two young children and both of my pregnancies, there are quite a few health issues. Um, especially with Elliot, we were encouraged to terminate quite early on and eat with Edie, different issues, but just through my whole pregnancy from when they're little size of a jelly bean to when they're a baby and even today and in, in the days in, coming in the future, I think um, especially that last bit, I've just been holding on to that verse yet, in his largest, nothing gets lost, not a man nor a mouse slips through the cracks and I just know that um, no matter what the doctors say or the negative reports and, and um, everything that was spoken over my kids, I just continued to speak that that God's plan was different and God had a good plan for them. And um, now look at them, they're two beautiful children, a little bit too full of life, if some of you have seen Elliot running around crazily. Um, but yeah, so just that verse reminds me that no matter what, um, God's love is unfailing and unconditional and
3: his goodness is inexhaustible. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, my verse is from Proverbs 31, 25. I've got to try and remember it now. New Living Testament. um, New Living Translation. That's the one. Um, She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. And one of the things that I've battled with for a long time is anxiety. And um, I've had some pretty tricky situations going on in my life. And even in the last few months I've had a couple of our kids that are battling mental illness. And that's been pretty traumatic. So I've been standing on this verse. It says, she's clothed with strength and dignity. So the days that I feel weak, I can put my clothes on because God clothes me. And um, he gives me his strength when I'm feeling weak. And he clothes me in dignity. That means that I know who I am. I know that I'm a daughter of the king. I know that I'm very precious to him. And um, a dignified person just knows their identity. And that's something that I've been working on for years. But I'm getting better. And I'm getting to learn that um, I'm very precious to him and my kids are even more precious to him. And um, she can laugh without fear of the future. And um, I actually have gotten into a habit, Larry and I get up every morning and we go, you know what, today's a good day. And it doesn't matter what's just gone on, today's a good day. And um, that's how I actually start my day every single day. Today's a good day. And um, I actually can laugh without fear of the future because I've actually gotten into a habit of handing over my traumas to God. And um, I have to physically wrap them up, wrap my kids up and go, okay, God, they're yours now. I can't do anything to fix this, but you can. And that actually gives me a hope and a peace and um, a confidence. And I've actually learned over this last season, my faith has actually grown in this season of lots of testing. But I've become more confident in who God is and how big he is. and He just keeps turning up. Like every time something goes on, he turns up and... Turns it out for good. So my confidence is growing in who he is. So, um, And the other thing I love, like, not only has he helped me emotionally and mentally with this verse, but I've actually got a neck problem and um, I get pretty bad headaches. And when I was talking to my um, massage therapist, she said, well, you know, it's understandable. She said, holding your head down, "This, this outlook will actually make your neck worse. So how good is it that I've now got a verse that says, she's clothed with dignity and strength and she laughs without fear of the future. I actually stand on that verse to even... Hold my head up, because I know who I am. I don't walk around often like this. Sometimes I do. But when I feel myself heading down, no, Leanne, hold your head up. You're a daughter of the king, and God's got this.
4: Do you know, there's um, there's over seven thousand promises in the Bible, and I just believe that there is literally something in here for every single moment of every single day. Every single thing we go through, there is an answer in here. There is something that will encourage us or give us strength. And like you know, for every one of us, we we found in this particular season these particular verses. But everything we go through, there's something. And I believe that God just you know. When we, when we feel down or when we have struggles, you know, the, the Bible doesn't say that life's going to be without struggles. We all know that. Um, but every time and every season, there's something new. There is something in here that's fresh. And we might have read it a hundred times before, but it will become fresh in that season for us. And this was the case for me. Uh, earlier this year, um, I found a, a breast lump in my right breast. And um, as for most people, you know, like fear sits, sets in really quickly, you know, and as a Christian, Like, I know that God is sovereign. I know that he is in control. But it doesn't help sometimes with, you know... Well, that's the wrong wording. Fear still comes in. um, But I know that there's times when God just calls us to get down on our knees, you know, and come to him. Um, And I know that, you know, no matter what the outcome of that was, that, you know, God is sovereign and in control. And I do trust and believe that, but we've still got to get through those feelings, those emotions that we get at those times. And I was literally on my knees because fear was overwhelming for me that time. And I was on my knees like this and I was crouched down. I was just crying out to God, you know, I was literally... Just saying, God, just speak to me. And um, and I had this vision. And this vision was, um, there was I, I was crouched down on, that on the floor, like in the fetal position. And as I was in that position, these wings, like these angels' wings, they were ginormous. And they literally, like, engulfed me. They completely covered me. And um, the next day, I was telling this beautiful lady here, Leanne, about this vision. And she said to me, Kath, that's Psalm 91, that God is speaking to you. And like, I've read that psalm before, but it hadn't sprung to mind. And it was so incredible. Like, I can't explain, like, how amazing it was. It just, it gave me so much peace. I'm so thankful, Leanne. Like, and, and then I was telling another friend about this, because um, it's such a beautiful psalm, Psalm 91. And um, this friend said, Kath, you know, there's, like, there's a song but, um, the sons of Korah actually sing that song. And so I was just playing it over and over. It's so gorgeous. Um, I don't know if we've got time for it. It's, maybe not. Maybe just... uh, um, but I'll just read the, um, the parts that I love the most. It's, it's a long psalm. But um, it says, He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. And then lower down, it says, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. And so that was just really special. So that's been, you know, a real um, go-to for me this year. Um, and I know that there'll be many more to come, but I know that I'll hold
5: on to that one. Yeah. Morning, everyone. Um, Morning. My verse is from 1 John 4.4, 4, and I got saved in 88, and, and it's, it's stayed with me through all these years. I've I come back to it over and over again for, for various reasons and it says um, he, I have to read it now, um, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And when, when I first got saved, fear and rejection, anxiety were huge in my life. They had been part of my life, they had ruled my life, they had they just ruled my life. And so when I got saved and I grabbed hold of this verse one night reading, I was in Bally Point and I thought, yes, greater is he, the Lord God Almighty, our Saviour, our Messiah, the creator of the heavens and the earth, lived in me. When I received Jesus as my Lord and Saviour, his power, his Holy Spirit came in me and, and I thought, well greater is He that is in me. He can overcome and do all things that I cannot do. So I would, I would say it, you know, over and over and over and over and over again. You know, I could say it 50 times a day. And then some, you know, there'd be weeks where I wouldn't say it but... And then there would be months and, and then, then something would arise and, and I'd go, no. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So I know that the strength of the living God lives in me. He reigns in me, he is sovereign within me, and regardless of what comes up, that verse will continually speak to me and bring a strength into my being. Mark spoke on it really last week that the power that reigns within us when we have Jesus as our Lord and Saviour is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's resurrection life. So we walk with resurrection life within our very being. And we don't, and I'm definitely, um, don't do this on, you know, I, I don't access it in the way that I, I should on many occasions, because you, you forget, because you get caught up, as Cass said, you get caught up in your emotions. And, um, and sometimes, you know, it takes a while to, to work through those, through those emotions and see them for what they are and, and, and then begin to walk in that resurrection power that lives within us. So that's one of my many verses. Um, I've got many verses, but um, the resurrection life of the Lord Jesus Christ lives and reigns within all of us. So what an amazing thing.
0: How good was that? And maybe if you don't have a verse, you could just steal one of those ladies' ones, because they're all pretty good verses, hey. But may God give you something to hang on to, like these ladies, through every season. I just think the word is a rock, isn't it? Awesome. We're we're now... Does Marty, Shane, and Abby want to stand up together or separately? (laughs) Together. (laughs) I I think we'll get Marty to go first. Are you happy with that, Marty? Abby wants to go last and Shane in the middle. Let's give him a hand. Um, We asked Marty and Shane and Abby to share because they've just got hearts of gold and they just radiate the love of God and I know God's had them on a journey and they're probably all feeling a bit nervous so like give them lots of smiles and claps and you guys are with family so don't be nervous and um, how blessed are we to have these guys with us. Thanks Marty.
6: Thank you. Um, My name's Marty um, and Rach is my wife and Elliot and Edie are my kids. Um... I'm a pretty young Christian, so um, hopefully I'm not too naive about my views and stuff. And trust me, if uh, I say something wrong, I'm sure Pastor Mark will correct me later on. Um, So you guys don't have to do that. Um, I appreciate that. So, uh, something that I've sort of been thinking about for a pretty long time, a couple of years, um, is that, um, well, I used to always think that I'm a really lucky guy. Like, um, I've got all this luck around me. Um, you know, just, just good things happen. And how good is that? Um, but... Bad things also happen, and, you know, uh, as Rach mentioned, we've had, you know, our fair share of bad things, and it's you know, I just thought, oh, yeah, it's a bit unlucky. But lately, I've sort of come to a realisation that I'm actually not that lucky at all. Like, like, it's not luck. I know that luck exists, but... I'm not lucky, and I've realised that um, when these good things happen to me, it's, it's, it's blessings. It's, you know, it's, it's God providing for me and, you know, helping me to provide for my family, and, um, you know, I mean, when, when I met Rach, that was, um, you know, I thought, oh, how lucky am I? <laughs> 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 um but and and you know um I kind of think back to when we met and um it's not it's not as much luck it's it's truly a blessing because I you know I think I really do think that you know God intended for Rachel and I to to come together and um I think that um, God was God was providing for me. He was, um, you know, he's, He sent Rach to me because, you know, she's she's the person that I need, and I think that I'd like to think that uh, I'm the person that she needs as well. So, um, yeah, and I mean, our kids have been. Absolute blessings almost all of the time. And, um, and um, yeah, so there's, there's just where, where, where I thought, you know, I had all of this luck. It's, it's really not. It's, you know, I've, I've got someone looking out for me, someone helping me along and, you know, making sure that, you know, I have what I need. So, yes, thank you.
7: Yeah, our is, our I guess, fairly similar in a sense. So we just yeah, want to say thank you to uh, Sarah and Josh, you know, for being such wonderful friends for us. Um, and, and then they asked us to stand up and, and speak. So it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> no, I, I'm terrible. I love... I love getting up in front of people if I, if I stutter or stumble it 's just me getting over myself so it 's obviously it 's all about God um, and, and we 're just here um, on the grace and the blessings of, of God as well we um, 're from Sydney and while well, i 've been living there for about fifteen years my wife, my wife grew up there, and um, we we were in a situation i guess that wasn 't really getting any better with work or, or lifestyle and, and we weren't enjoying ourselves very much and we'd stopped going to church and, and our faith had sort of all but disappeared and um, we made a, a, I guess, a bold decision to make a big change and and we came down here on holidays uh, this time last year and we had a very different intention in, 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 in the way that we came down here. It wasn't just a holiday, we sort of were doing a bit of research and, and trying to find out if this is something that we could do. Um, and one of our things on the list was to find a church. Um, and I had a, a strange conversation, which is a part of a longer story, but uh, with a guy from Melbourne I, I grew up with. And he said, um, we're talking about the area. He goes, oh, if you're ever in, in that area, you know, pop into the highway church. And I said, like, okay, I'll, I'll remember that. And, um, and we ended up coming here. And, and the moment we walked in, it, it felt like home. You know, like it was just one of those things that was meant to be. And uh, there was a series of, I guess, circumstances and, and, and situations in our decision to come down here, that that just was was faith, but it was also God's blessing um, on our lives and a direction that we were going. So, we we obviously had jobs in Sydney. We both um, decided. I was obviously we came to church. Decided this is great, fantastic. There's schools. That's great. That's a big tick. We went back home. We quit our jobs. Um, <laughs> so this is not for everyone. Don't don't think that this is just going to work for everyone. <laughs> But um, we, we quit our jobs and uh, pulled our kids out of preschool and, and daycare and whatever. And we had nothing really planned down here. So we, uh, we, we came down one day. We, we took a day off to, to find a place to rent. There was literally like one house in Milton. And I thought, oh, it's a small town. There'll be no one there. Don't worry, babe. We've got it in the bag. There's <laughs> like four people in the house. i going, oh. And it's like this is the middle of summer. And we're going, we need a place to live. Please, God. So I had a chat to the realist, and I said, oh, you know, is there anything we can do? We'll pay you more money. I'll give you, like, a deposit, big deposit. She said, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. A bit strange, obviously. And, and we got a call, like, a week later, and she goes, oh, you got it. I said, oh, so, like, how much extra is it going to cost? What are, we, what are we up for? And she goes, oh, no, you just got it. There's little things like that, and it's a lot of little things that just happen in our, in our I guess, journey down here. Um, a lot of little connections that we've, we've found from Sydney um, that made it feel like home as well. Um, so we just we're very thankful and we're very blessed in the in the friends that we've met here. So God is good, and it's I guess what it's all about. God is good and God is faithful. So in your in your journey of faith, in faith and through faith, that God is always faithful. So thank you very much.
8: Hey, bub. It's okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
8: oh, geez. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, happy Sunday. I'm Abby, uh, Nash and Lara's mum. Hey, bub. <laughs> Lara in the car promised, uh, made me promise her that I wouldn't cry. And I didn't promise her because I probably will. And Nash, <laughs> on the way here, was like, Mum, are you so nervous? Like, are you so scared? I was like, no, no, I'm all right, mate. Now I'm really nervous. <laughs> so just bear with me. Um, So, I'm one of three children. I have two older brothers that I was really blessed with to grow up with. Um, I came from an amazing, supportive family. My mum and dad are still beautifully, happily married. I came from that, I suppose you could say, perfect family upbringing. We didn't have a lot. We grew up in hand-me-downs. We grew up in broken-down cars on our way to cricket. The car would always break down, but somebody had our back, you know to get us there and to get us back safely. So I came up, um, I was brought up in that sort of family values of things are forever, you know, things, you know, should be right. Unfortunately, through my journey, though, um, my marriage didn't um, last the distance, and that's okay. I got two beautiful kids out of it. Lara's over there crying. (laughs) But I think that um, sort of hit hit a hard spot for me in that... I grew up with the ideal and the false – well, it's not a false hope, but it is the hope that, you know, it was my expectation and, you know, I wanted that. I, I got that when I was growing up, so I wanted that for my children. Unfortunately, they don't have that, but they have me, which is amazing because I do my best in any situation. Um, 2018 for me has probably been the hardest year to date and I would say not even a season of darkness. I would say it's been a year of darkness, um, hold on, <laughs> that's alright, um, I'm just going to break down a couple of little things here that I've written. So in the, the hard times it's probably been the hardest like financially, emotionally physically and mentally. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, You know, obviously the financial um, burdens of being a single mum with two young kids. I work obviously um, as hard as I can, but unfortunately, you know, there's generally more outgoings than incomings, but I just, you know, keep faith and something will happen and, you know, always there is something that happens and here we are today, you know, the kids are clothed, we're here, we don't miss out. And um, I'm just blessed to have amazing, supportive friends and family. Um, emotionally, I've had a lot of tested friendships this, this year and relationships. Um, I wanted to say a big thank you to Lisa, but she thinks she's out in Kids Church. Whew. Um, Lisa spoke a few months back, um, a really close um, sermon to my heart. And I didn't really realise it at the time. There was the warning signs, there was lots of things going on that I just sort of turned a blind eye to, which was really silly because I was lonely and vulnerable and I felt like the love was more important than the reality. And Lisa spoke and she spoke about the the cycle of domestic violence and Everything she spoke about in that sermon, I was going through. And so were my children. So after that sermon, I was brave enough to leave a really uh, unhealthy relationship. And here we are today, stronger than ever. I didn't think I would have, thank you, I didn't think I would have got through it. But I had amazing um, friends' support, uh, massive thanks to Wit and Sarah, <laughs> the techs daily. <laughs> Just making sure I was getting out of bed and not going back to silly habits. Uh, physically, I had huge surgery towards the start of the year. Um, I was extremely unhappy with myself, unhappy with where I was, unhappy with choices I was making. Um, and I've rebuilt myself from, you know, the bottom up and I'm a new me. Um, kids obviously couldn't be happier, I'm healthier, they're happier because they've got a healthier mum yeah, and sure. you know, if I didn't have faith I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got through it to be honest. And mentally obviously through um, situational anxiety and um, depression, it's hard. Yeah. Everybody's experienced it at some point in their life. Yeah. You know, some days you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to put on your happy, happy face, but you do anyway. And that has been huge. That has been really hard. But these two beautiful children that I wake up for every single day. And I get out of bed and I put my makeup on and, you know, I get ready to tackle the world. And then Josh and Sarah, you know, have been an absolute, like, shining star in my life. Um, they gave me <coughs> not only friendship, but they gave me uh, a belief and they just made me feel that things. Things will be okay. Um, we were given the opportunity to go to light camp um, a couple of months ago and honestly it was the best thing for the kids and I. It came at the perfect time and it came at the perfect place in our life and the kids and I had a serious breakthrough. Yeah. We've got this and we can do it. That I honestly feel for the first time in years we were the closest we've ever been. If anybody was there, which a few of you were, it was, it was quite intense and... I know all three of us had a serious feel of, of God and Jesus in that moment and he literally just, he just brought us to the ground, literally. We um, wept and we laughed and we cried and we shared and it was actually something I can't really explain. It was just, it was perfect and I just want to say without um, this community and without everybody and my friends and family, I probably wouldn't be here today and I just want to say Thank you.
0: Wow, how um courageous was that? Thank you, Abby and Shane and Marty for all sharing with us so beautifully. And doesn't that give you hope um, for those different testimonies, different trials, that God is good and he is faithful, even in what has been a really dark year for Abby, that he's making a way for Abby and the beautiful kids to come through. So let's let's stand. We're gonna finish just by worshiping and thanking God for his goodness and his faithfulness. And can I encourage us, church? I think we all have a testimony. I think we would all have something to share about how God has brought us through something this year. But can I encourage us to be looking out for one another? Because as Abby said, she was in a world of pain and it was this... Friends, family, this church community that helped her through, and we don't know what the person next to us might be going through. So let's be looking out for one another. Let's be sharing life with one another, encouraging one another, praying for one another, and remaining connected. Because I think together we're going to continue to conquer and um, enter into all that God has for us. Did you want to add anything, Josh? So God, I just thank you for this this beautiful even raw moment after Abby just shed so vulnerably, God, on how you've carried her through a dark time. And if there's anyone here who's feeling a bit like Abby has felt, that they're just in a dark season and maybe not able to send, see the light at the end of the tunnel, I just thank you that you are light, Jesus, and that you would continue to make a way for anyone who feels like there's no hope or no way forwards. I thank you that you just birth hope. In hearts right now, and as Marty and Shane shared, I thank you that you're a good God. You're a faithful God, and we're not, we're not just lucky God, but we have the God of heaven and earth, as Christine said, on our side, and we just thank you that we're not alone, ever. And we just take this moment to worship you as our last service of 2018. We head into 2019 with our eyes fixed on you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks, Tim.